You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 250, Feng Shui Room by Room, The Front Door. Welcome to episode 250 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online. Be sure to check us out at mindfuldesignschool.com. We would also love to see you on our mailing list. If you're not already a part of it, you can visit mindfuldesignschool.com slash join or scroll to the bottom at mindfuldesignschool.com or look in the show notes. There should be an opt-in link somewhere for our mailing list because we have a special workshop, a mini course that we have every year that's going to be up for sale really soon. And we're planning on launching our... 2024 year of the wood dragon energy reset package for sale in mid-november so stay tuned on the mailing list and this is something that laura and i have been doing since 2019 together and laura did it even Mm -hmm. before me before we became partners in 2018 and we're really excited to celebrate the year of the wood dragon with you so it includes some self-study materials that you can have access to right away. And then there's a special class, a special live class with me where I walk through the materials and that will be sometime in November. So if you want to come live, be sure to purchase the package in November. And then you kind of work with the, the, in the course through December and January. And then we culminate the course and it closes on Lunar New Year which is February 10th, 2024, where we officially welcome in the wood dragon. And we talk about all of the zodiac animals and the wood dragon. And we do a special blessing ceremony together with our participants. And it's always really fun. And, you know, people come every year. So today we're continuing on with our new series within a series Mm-hmm. One of our many series within series in this series. <laughs> You're losing track of them all now. Yeah. Well, we have we have the chief forecast every month. Mm-hmm. And then we have now the small bites with peer professor every month. Mm-hmm. And now we have also feng shui room by room every month until we don't. Until we don't. Exactly. Until we don't. But now it's feng shui room by room. And this month we're talking about the front door. Last month we talked about the bedroom and people seemed really mm-hmm. um, yeah in tune with that. Oh, before I go on, I wanted to also say that in regards to the feng shui room by room, there was a couple questions. Someone wanted to know if they have pets. Well, basically the, the question was something along the lines of they believed that feng shui required plants and they had pets and they were concerned about their cat eating um, houseplants. So uh, we get this question so often, all the cat people in the world, pet people don't want to poison their pets, which is totally reasonable. But it's a big feng shui misconception that you that that you need to have plants for feng shui. You don't need to have mm-hmm. any plants for feng shui. So we would say if you don't want to have houseplants in your home, especially because you want to protect your pets, then don't use plants in your home and you do not have to have plants in your home in order to have good feng shui. Yeah, agreed. And then one more thing that we <laughs> and one more thing that I wanted to address that I forgot to address. Someone also asked a question about how to see the videos 
of some of the mini consultations that I did, you know, over mm. the years. And so if you look at our Instagram page, they're on the Instagram page. If you go to the Mindful Design School Instagram page, they're they're available there. You could also go to holisticspaces.com and look at the podcast, or you can go to your podcast app, look in the show notes, and there should be a link to the Instagram video. But you have to, I think, have to have an Instagram account and follow the Instagram account in order to watch the whole video of the whole consultation. And that's true for the last two mini consultations I did. And then this will also be true for the, actually for the upcoming consultation that we do with Amber, we should do it on Instagram too, right? Sure. Yeah. I can just film it on Instagram. Mm -hmm. So it'll be on Instagram. And are we still posting videos on YouTube or not? Yeah, we're doing it. We're, I'm, yeah, I'm slow. We're behind. But we do do it, but we're a little behind. There's also a YouTube channel yeah. and you can, you, there's links to all of this yeah. on our webpage, mindfuldesignschool.com. Mm-hmm. Okay. <sighs> After all that. Okay. okay. Wow. Let's jump into it. Yes. So front door. So yes, Angie said last month we did bedroom, which went over very well. And we thought the next They're not in order of importance, but the next almost equally important or maybe more important, depending on the situation, is the front door. So the front door in feng shui is very important because in a nutshell, it is how you open your home and your life up to opportunities and positive energy. So the front door is one of these areas that like the bedroom like the kitchen, it's really, really important because it's connected to a symbolic part of your life. So, you know, the bedroom is your private life and your intimate partnerships and how you recharge and all of these great things and, you know, how you heal yourself. And, you know, we'll talk about the stove another time. I'm not going to get into that. But the front door is your public face and it's your... It's the face that you put out to the world. It's energetically the first impression that you give people in the world. And so a strong front door allows for more opportunities, you know, great experiences, helpful people are able to find you. So overall, it's sort of how you show up is represented in what your front door and front entrance looks like. So if you, you know, if you want to invite more opportunity in or you're feeling like things are just not flowing the way they should be taking a good look at your front door and your front entry situation is a really simple way and you can you know kind of make a few simple changes and especially if you're really like using your intention and you're like yep I'm doing this it can really be powerful so Angie explain to us a little bit about what in feng shui what we call the front door and why it's so important. Yeah, we often refer to the front door as the mouth of chi. And so if you're a new listener, you may not know this word chi. Chi, which is sometimes spelled Q-I or or sometimes spelled C-H-I, but it's pronounced chi like C-H-E-E. 
refers to life force energy. And that's really what is the heart of feng shui. And when we work with our students, we always remind them, where is the chi coming from? Follow the chi. We want to cultivate the chi. And in this case, the front door is called the mouth of chi because it is how the chi or the life force energy comes into your home and comes into your space and comes into your life. And it's the portal between you and the outside world. So your front door represents your face to the world. It's your, you know, like Laura said, and it's how people see you mm-hmm. and how you connect others. And and if you think about it very in a very mundane way, when you step out your front door, that's when you're going out into the world. When you step into your home through your front door, you're entering your private world. So it's really is a portal. And having a strong front door can really allow for opportunities, experiences, and helpful people to find you. And what we mean by having a strong front door is we mean well, we're going to tell you, what is it, Laura, what does it mean to have a strong front door? Okay. Because, you know, that might be a weird term. What? I strong would... front door. Yeah. So um, when I was putting this together, I thought, like we did with the bedroom, I thought, let's make a quick list. People love lists. And are we always get our, we always get mad at our students when they want checklists, but this is a podcast. So we'll let you guys have your lists. Lists of must-haves and do's for the front door. We did the same thing for the bedroom. So in this list, there's a few things. We're going to go back and forth and we'll talk about them. So I would say a strong front door should be visible, which sounds weird. We're like, how can you not have an, how can you have an invisible front door? Obviously it means, and I see this all the time and I take pictures when I'm out and about it's completely overgrown by shrubbery. It's like ivy or there's a tree in front and you can't see it. Or you look and the way the structure of the house is, it looks like you're looking into a cave, you know, like there's like an overhang and like a long, you know, deck. And then you you couldn't, you couldn't find the door at all. So it's really important to be able to see the door. So if you're walking down the street, you're the mailman, do, 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 do and you can't see the front door, that means that people can't find you, that the energy can't find you. Yeah. And it depends too. There are some people, maybe you're retired and you're good. You don't need like, you don't want people to find you to find you. Yeah. Or maybe you're taking a time out. Like that's why people, yeah. That's why some people move to isolated places. That's right. It's me, man. That's Laura because she doesn't want people to find her. So- <laughs> I'm a Virgo. It's my true Virgo nature. Yeah. No, it's in in, okay. in Canada where I do like the bulk of my work, and it was sort of you know where we're there all the time, and my family, you know, it's like family home. I'm. It's all good. Like the setup is perfect. Like you know everything's done well. Here it's well. I mean it's done well here too. But here it's it's not easy to find my front door to or to frankly find my house, which I'm okay with. Yeah, so it really depends on, so some of these things depend, but we find in general, most of our listeners would like to have a visible front door because that will strengthen their chi. But the second point is something that's probably good for everyone in general. This is having a front door that can open properly and fully. So what that translates to is that it's easy to open your front door 
You're not always having to like, I'm thinking about when I go to my massage therapist's office and we go, I go to the bathroom and she always has to tell people, okay, you have to lean in a little bit mm-hmm. and turn it this do way. Do this shimmy, do a little yeah. dance. <laughs> Whatever it is, right? But if you're encountering this several times a day, and even though you become very accustomed to it, it can, it adds a level of obstacle and challenge and unease in your life when you can maybe take some time and have your front door work properly and have it open properly and have it open fully, meaning like not having like a lot of things hanging on the back of the door or your front door blocked with furniture. So if you need to, we definitely recommend you fix anything that's squeaky, anything that's broken, anything that's blocked, like Mm -hmm. in, in relationship to your front door. And that strengthens the way that she comes to you. And it's not just your visibility and opportunities, but it also can be good health and fresh chi coming into your life. And this goes for people at, you know, in all stages of their life. Yes. The next must have, let's call it, is to talk about, consider the door color. Now we're going to talk about this a little bit more depth in a second, but really, I mean, do you have a contrasting door? Do you want to create or cultivate or bringing a specific kind of energy? And then the door color will really impact that. So we'll talk about color in a sec. Then I'll do the next point, Angie, that kind of kind of goes into the visible door, but it's really about the, the door number, legible door number two things. There's a mundane reason you need a legible door number. If you have a house that's on a street, it's for safety. So, you know, services can find you, uh, emergency services, regular services, but also, you know, the mailman can find you that the opportunities for you to live and be an adult in the real world, having a house number is good, you know, so people can find you. So think about that energetically. Same idea, you know, I don't have a house or I can't see my house number. It's overgrown or it's awful and it's broken and it's falling down. That, you know, that's fine if that's what you want to do. I think in this case, it's not safe. And it also just, it, it means that you're not really taking you're not adulting. Like you're not stepping up and saying, I'm here. Here's my house number. I'm participating in the world and you can find me here. So that's the next one. And then there's one last point, Angie. So the last point is good lighting. And I think this this ties into what Laura talked about with the safety. And I think that this goes for everyone. It's really helpful to have an outdoor light for safety and to also boost your chi to give some fire element. And again, if you want to have like a more quiet, isolated life, this is also something that will benefit most most of the population to have good lighting. Because also, especially if you are in an isolated area, you want to have the opportunity to have that feeling of safety around you because light shows light on things and gives you visibility. Let's go to the colors of the front door. Do we want to do that? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. So the colors of the front door, we get this question all the time. Like if you had to pick a color for a front door, what would it be? You know, it's one of them, that and the color for the bedroom. And, you know, it's not as simple as just saying this, because for everyone, it's going to be different. But color is a really powerful way to be able to change the energy of your whole home just by that one front door. And you can do it because different colors 
have different qualities, different associations, different connections in feng shui. So what we thought we would do is we've got a, I created a list of the most common colors that you would find indoors. And, and we're just going to riff back and forth on it and give our thoughts and talk a little bit about what it means from a feng shui standpoint. So I will give, go, Oh, can go, I also give a no. little disclaimer too? Also, yes. before you paint your front door, there's a few things that you should also take note of. One is what is going to work with the existing color of your house or your home. What are the colors that you like? And what colors are you drawn to? And then use those factors in tandem with the feng shui advice too. So that's the beauty of feng shui that it's not like a checklist of this is how you have to do things. It's really looking at what's happening in the real world, the relative world, and also is the fundamental nature of color or whatever we're talking about or the front door. So keep all those things in mind and you don't need to take our colors literally. And also you can take a few other things in consideration. Some people have an apartment door, so they may not be able to change the color of the outside front door. So maybe you do this with a wreath or some kind of decoration on the inside of your door, or maybe you can paint the inside of your door. That said, if you have a home where you can change the color of your door, maybe you don't change the color of your door, but you just try it out by inviting this color with greenery, like with pots, with potted plants, or with a wreath, or some kind of decorative home decor item at your front door. Or you, this could be the color of your front door mat. Okay, now we can get yes. into colors. Okay. After the disclaimer, now we can get into it. So, uh, no, that's fine. It, it is true. Like, we would never just want you guys to go out there and just, you know, like on a whim, change the front color of your door to sit, sit with it, maybe work with a professional feng shui consultant as well, if you really have questions. So first color, black. So black is a pretty common color. It is the color of my front door. It is a very classic sort of old worldy, you know, color to it. Like my, my home is red brick. So it looks really nice with the red brick. It's an old 1800s home in where I live in Canada. So it works really well. It also connects with career with the water element and where it's positioned, it's right in the career section of my home. So for me, black made a lot of sense because it worked with the whole overall look of the home. It worked with the historic nature of the home as well, and then with the feng shui of the home. So it was a triple threat for me. I got it. It worked out really well. Okay. The next color is red. So red is one of the most well-known colors to paint your front door because red is an auspicious or lucky color when it comes to feng shui. It's the color of the fire element. It's very protective. It's a color of blood, of vitality. So if you want to bring in some luck or more visibility in your life, which because it's connected to fire and visibility, you could paint your front door red or again, like try a red doormat or bring in some decorative red elements to the front door or area of your home. The next color on our list is green or teal would be in the same category. Actually, I'm going to group green teal and blue together because these three colors 
there's a huge range, right? You can go one that's more blue green, one that's more yellow green. So mid-tone blues in this mid-tone blues to greens all fall within the, the wood element. And the wood element is about growth, vitality. It's, it's active. It brings to mind, you know, nature, springtime, all these great things. And there's been several occasions. Actually, I've got a couple of clients that I've worked with that had homes that the color teal, greeny teal worked really well. It was a dark, overall, there was, I think it was maybe dark gray one home and I can't remember the color of the other one, but the wind, the, the surrounding situation for the door meant the door was very recessed and, and hidden and it felt really oppressed and it didn't pop. And it, again, it's that idea where the door wasn't as visible as it could have been compared to what was going on in the rest of the environment, et cetera. So we went with this really lovely teal, set the intention for vitality and growth. And, you know, it, it's just, it's got a, a really upbeat kind of energy to it. So it's not for everyone, but it's, you know, you, there's a, you're still kind of getting that wood element because you could even go like hunter green, which is really hot right now as a color. And it can, it can be really classic and kind of that English look. It's still the wood element. So there's lots of ranges in terms of using the green, blue color kind of colors to get that vital growth cheap, but you can do it with what works with your home. The next color is brown. Brown is related to the earth element. Makes sense. Brown's pretty earthy, mm -hmm. right? And I think that what could be included with brown is maybe like earthy, other earthy tones, like beige. Beige is somewhere kind of between white, but white and brown. But, you know, you it might be a combination of what, what a white and brown, which is what Laura is going to talk about in a second. But like, for instance, my front door, I live in an apartment building and I have no say over the outside color of my front door is a tan or beige. But in general, brown is a pretty neutral color and it's earth element. So earth element is related to feeling more grounded, feeling nurtured, feeling stability, and is very stable. So if you would like to have a little bit more stability, say you like, you know, maybe you move homes a lot, or maybe you somehow have the tendency to invite a lot of instability in your life, or a lot, there's lots of ups and downs, a really skillful way to use the color brown with the door color or a doormat or a door decorative element, like maybe like terracotta pots to bring in that earth element at your mouth of chi, where the chi comes into your home. The next color is white. And I would put in this category, any kind of really, really light pale color, but white is the color of metal, the metal element. White is a pretty common door color in houses that you see. It was really popular in certain times, I think in like the 90s, I feel like every door was white, but it can work because it's a really classic color. It's, you know, it's really simple, clean, and you have more freedom with what you can do, you know, for the rest of your house color-wise, right? So in terms of energetically, what it means is metal is about getting things finished, doing things. It's kind of, it's an exacting energy. 
it's precise, it's organized, and it's clean and it's minimal. You know, it's no fuss. So it's a good option if you're looking to have that kind of canvas, like a blank canvas in a way, but you're still going to bring in energy that is quite productive and, you know, useful. And last is yellow. So tones of yellow, which is actually very similar to brown. So yellow is also related to the earth element, but it has a more of a brighter hue. It's a brighter hue than a brown or neutral, right? So yellow can be a little bit more cheerful. A lot of people associate yellow with good cheer, with sunshine and health. And if you also have like an orangey tinged yellow, that could bring in some of the fire element. So I think that if you want to bring in that those aspects, the self-care slash health supportive aspect of the earth element, yellow would be a great color, like even like the color of like a sunflower, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or again, you could bring in like maybe an image or or sunflowers if you know mm-hmm. it's the right season or pots that are sunflower yellow or a doormat that's yellow and has yellow decorations on it yellow yeah so do you have any last words to wrap up our front door i just want to say quickly because i just i have a feeling we'll get like texts and stuff and different things or like notes on the instagram dark blue goes into black whatever he said about that and dark gray goes into black dark 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 colors qualify as as water element and light gray would go into to white so just some of those other common neutral colors just to know that they still have the qualities of of the other elements or the other colors in there so just wanted to quickly talk about that but other than that i think we're done with our room by room front door addition Yes. And we wanted to close this podcast like we did the last one by Mm -hmm. giving a shout out to some people that left us reviews on Apple Podcasts. So I'm going to start. I'm going to read a review from Feng Shui. Feng Shui Anatic. (laughs) I don't know. Anyways, they, they wrote the beginning of a new perspective. I started listening to this podcast because I'm interested in feng shui. Let's just say it has opened my mind to many things. We are all energy and everything in our home is energy. Our home is an extension of ourselves. So thank you for that wonderful review. Mm -hmm. I am going to read from a fellow Canadian. This is the, the ones that I have here. And this is from, it's called Game Changer. And this uh, one is from Oh Motherhood. So since finding this podcast, my home and career have become more positive. I listen to Angie and Laura every Monday on my way to work. Well, that's nice to hear. Oh, motherhood. Thank you very much. And we're glad that we're part of your Monday. And thank you to everyone who's taken the time to to write these reviews. We're going to keep doing shout outs as, as they come in. Yeah. And thank you so much for also listening to our podcast. We have new podcast episodes every Monday. If you like our podcast, please share it, subscribe, leave a review. Those things really help. You can also check out our certification. We teach a feng shui certification program. It's open for enrollment right now. 
as of this recording date, we were half full. So we hope that if you're interested, you're going to join soon because we only teach once a year now and we're limited to only 21 students each class. We also have our mini course that's available now or any day now for enrollment. It's our annual 2024 year, the Wood Dragon Energy Reset Package. It will be on sale in mid-November. So stay tuned on our mailing list or check out our website. It's something that we teach every year and there will be a live class with me in November this month. And then it will wrap up on Lunar New Year in February next year. And there's a bunch of fun stuff that you will have access to in the course. So we hope you'll join. We have a lot of people that join us every year for the Feng Shui Reset program. Thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.